And you're very welcome back to the Lads Podcast. This is episode 20. Of 2020. I'm Dara. I'm uh, I'm being a little bit quiet today. This is my last podcast in my bedroom. Um, well, do, you know why, do you know why I'm being a little bit quiet? Will I tell them, Dara? Because your dad is asleep. Because your dad my is dad's asleep. asleep. My dad's in the asleep. bed behind you. He's asleep right there. So I just have to be a little bit quiet. But next week I'll he'll be in the back house. He'll get really angry if Steve wakes him up, you know. He'll fucking he his afternoon. hit me needs his afternoon nap he does he does he's working hard so i said look you can have one nap so this week you know that's about it though he doesn't sleep at night steve doesn't let him <laughs> fucking no you can have naps man he's not allowed to sleep so lads sleep. Gonna be great because steve is gonna be really quiet and we won't have to hear him so uh ah, that's, that's great, everyone I'll wins like this i'll just play this lads. Sorry. exactly so it's brilliant you know it's grand like it's grand so happy halloween boy happy halloween there what's correct man uh just celebrate it's literally we're recording this on Halloween Day. It's the thirty first of October, so that's two days ago in the future when you're listening to this. At or at the earliest, because not everyone listens it too then. But the majority of people, we get kind of all our views between Monday and Tuesday, and that's it. Do we? Okay. So yeah, I suppose. Sorry about the late Halloween, but do you know what? It's fine. You can have Halloween all year round. You don't. It doesn't have to be spooky one time of the year. Exactly, lads. You know, you don't have to listen to this Monday. You can listen to this six months down the line and pretend it's Halloween. When, yeah. it, when we're going into lockdown number three you know, or, <laughs> or you four, can listen to it you whichever. know like yeah you can listen to it, you know halloween of next year so maybe just put a pin in this one come back to it in a year i think that'd be the best thing to do lads this week this year we're gonna just uh we're gonna have a little, little, little bit of a spooky session uh steve and mm. i have been looking up some um short scary stories i'm gonna read them out to you today so what we said was we'd look Sorry, man, speak of... up i can't hear you Sorry, what we said was we'd uh, <laughs> we said we'd we'd look at some stories that are like um, that are trying to be scary within five hundred words or less, which is fucking yeah. short. You know, that's like, that's <laughs> yeah. a page, like if if even. So um, a lot of these come from like Reddit and stuff. So um, basically, mm. yeah, it's it's like a bit of a challenge reading other people's stories to see are we going to get a bit spooked by them or not. I hope none of them scare us. I think that I would hope just they be all funny. scare us, man, because then we'll have an entertaining podcast. Um, I'd like that too. Thing is about being spooked in general, right? Is um, it's kind of environment. Like I'm in an extremely well lit bedroom in the middle of the afternoon, mm. you know, chatting to my best pal. Like I think you know when you watch horror films or read scary stories, it's usually at night time. It's dark. You know, the the electricity is out. The candle, the candles are lit. There's black cats running around. There's a ghost. There's a in ghost the in the corner of the room. You know. Yeah, or somewhere in the house. It doesn't have to be in the corner of the room, but a ghost. Yes. Um, ghost, like. So I think this will be quite tricky to actually get scares out of us, but hopefully we'll spook you. Listen to this podcast, and I know you're sick of the spooks, but um, it's Halloween. Nah, loads of spooks. Just before we get into it, I suppose you know, just a bit of housekeeping. We right. we've we've been chatting. We actually haven't formally discussed it in a while since probably we we don't see each other. I guess we only talk when we're on the podcast. So this is this is catching ye up and catching. We Steve talk up. every day, Dara. Yeah, don't but lie. it's Facebook Messenger doesn't count. That's that's it's just both. fucking sending shit to each other. No, um, we're gonna take a season break. Realistically, within the month of December, maybe for the month of December. Um, mm. I think we might do a Christmas. We haven't. I'm throwing it to you now, Steve. Maybe, maybe come back at Christmas. I think we'll, we could do a Christmas special. Just uh, sit down, have a chat, yeah. chat about Christmas and stuff um, to break up the the month half. What do you think? Yeah, I think that'd be cool. I that'd think nice. soon enough we should we should do that break for four to six weeks or whatever, because then we can really plan out the next season and uh, yeah. 
and have things change up the structure a little bit. Yes, absolutely. Slightly. I think we could write out the rest of November, just do a few more of these, but um, realistically the month of December will take off because, yeah, just to reiterate what Steve said, we want this to be just better in every way. So kind of reformat things, rejig it up because at the moment it's a little bit loosey-goosey and that's fine for mm. a certain type of podcast, but I think ours could improve structure-wise. And look, we, we're going to sort that out in our time off. But as well as that, like... You, Stephen, a lot of the world get time off over Christmas. I'm realistically going to be working Christmas Day. <laughs> Customer That's service, class. the dream never Christmas ends. Christmas is shit anyway, like, you know. It is. It's overrated, man. Uh, it time, is. Time with your friends shit. and family. Oh, shit. Good one. There'll be no time with your friends this Christmas, boy. On that note, Steve, do you want to take us away with our first spooky story? Okay. Um, so as I said, guys, we haven't actually read any of these stories to ourselves yet. I'm actually almost... Well, I'm not picking them at random. I've kind of went through I don't through think them. you said that. Haven't I? Oh, well, I've said it now. So I'll just pretend I said it earlier. Um, so let's see if these are a bit scary or maybe funny or just pure crap. Hopefully they're scary. <clears throat> right, Derek, cue us some music there. <coughs> Alexa. Ooh. Alexa, turn the lights. Turn the lights green, Alexa. Ooh. I'm doing the music one. Ooh. Oh, good man. <laughs> Horns. This story is called Horns. <laughs> right, you ready? Yeah. Uh, People can't ooh, have okay. horns. They aren't supposed to have horns. But there they are, horned and human, living just like us. Their chitinous appendages curling up into the sky. At some point, we all agreed that the horns are a danger to themselves and to us. What if they accidentally skewer someone? What if their horns get caught on wires and cause a shortage? They're just too different from us. A few years ago, there was news of a young horn who skated down the side of a street and tripped and fell headfirst into a normal woman. His horns went through her like a heart... Oops. Excuse me. His horns went through her heart like a butter knife. The news shocked the nation. Clearly, these people are not to be trusted with their horns. One death is a death too many. Who else could be next? Anyone can become a bloodied kebab on those sharp things. (laughs) Their horns are not only a safety hazard, but are also a reflection of the incompatibility with modern society. Some began urging for mandatory horn removal. No horns for newborns, (laughs) was the slogan. And some states began requiring these surgeries at hospitals and maternity wards. Jesus, it's the new circumcision, man. Um, But soon enough, news of botched horn surgeries surfaced through a small group of activists. Turns out the doctors were skimming the antiseptics and and procedural safety when taking them out, and a good number of horn population got infected, some with irreversible forms of brain injury. Under pressure from a public outcry, several states now require parental consent for horn removal, and the families of those uh, affected were compensated financially. Imagine I could read. Um, in the meantime, <laughs> the, story, the officials sent their the thoughts and prayers. It actually is what it says there. It says, Steve reads, imagine I could read. Some of us protested that the government shouldn't interfere with the state affairs, as providing health care to the horn population is strictly state-moderated issue. The protest happened a few months ago when someone lobbed a mo- <laughs> Molotov cocktail into the clamoring crowd, <laughs> and things got violent. <laughs> few horned suspects were identified and quickly put to jail. However, the concerns for safety lingered. In response, special horn resident <laughs> compounds were built, complete with schools and shopping malls. 
Many applauded this decision as their own electoral districts would mean more horn presentation uh, in our government. It is for their benefit as well as ours that the two communities stay separate. Mm. There have always been voices of dissent arguing that just because people have horns, they're not dangerous. But the recent statistics show that 12% spike in crime rates in horn neighbourhoods and most of the suspect on the news seems to be horns. For the most part, we are content with the arrangement. There is still to be an excuse me, reading. There is still the occasional news of a few horns being brutally dehorned and attacked, but the numbers are dropping. Recently, some argued that there are no different that we are no different from the horns, and we shouldn't treat their appearance as a cause for prejudice. What if it's the other way around? they ask. Personally, I think that's ridiculous. What could having three eyes possibly have to do with being inferior? The end. Subtle. <laughs> Very subtle, isn't it? Yeah. Very kind of, um, you know, this says a lot about society. <laughs> <laughs> we, that, was that story little, called... Little twist um, at the end. We live in a society. What, yeah, what was the twist? I didn't really get it. It was like we have three eyes or something. I think the th- I think I think my interpretation, Dara, of this story <laughs> is that the horn was actually an eye, a okay. third eye, but I don't know, maybe. But then who knows? It went through someone's heart like a butter knife, which is like oh, known to be the the bluntest of all knives. But I I was gonna stop myself and say, "What the fuck?" Yeah, because that, that that's would be the thing very different. That would, that'd be tough. Like, yeah, you'd really want to be baiting through, wouldn't you? Yeah, that was that was that was crap. That was poor, right, wasn't it? it was kind I, of I'm more really worried that they're all going to be poor. Uh, sure, look. Um, that was more of an... Like, <laughs> That's an, the point. That was kind of like an allegory on racism, but... Exactly, know. yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. totally what it was, yeah. Fair play to them, I suppose. Subtle. Um, Give me cool. one. Okay, let's uh, let's read out a spooky story I have. Uh, Steve, will you cue the music? <laughs> it all started on the 14th night of March. The night of my parents' 20th wedding anniversary. It was a wonderful, sunny day, if my memory serves. Surprisingly warm for the beginning of spring. Yeah, March is in spring. For a second, I was like, huh? Hmm, March? I thought May? My brain was like, did they say May? Anyway, we continue on. May spring, like. Where was I? (laughs) The beautiful... The beautiful weather was perfect for the atmosphere that day. Being married for 20 years is obviously a momentous occasion, so my parents had booked a table at our favourite Italian restaurant. Of course, this was a formal occasion, so I had my best suit on. It was 5.33. You see, Americans can't say half five, they have to say the exact number apparently, so it was 5.33. Oh. And I was just straightening my tie when the phone went off. I'd received a message. That's strange, I thought. That never happens. <laughs> I checked the message. It was from my mum. It was quite a jumble of numbers and letters, but through the vocabulary stew I could make out the legible phrase, please help me. It should go without saying this was wor- this worried me greatly, so I immediately replied, are you okay? Just as instantly, I got a text which read, oops, pocket text. I sighed with all the relief I had and continued to prepare myself. A few minutes later, I received yet another text message, this time from my dad. I checked the text, and once again it was a massive mixture of letters and numbers with the phrase, please help me, concealed within. Creepy, 
creepy though this was, my dad was always a joker, so I presumed it was just him joking around until I was sent another text saying, oops, pocket text. Now this sparked panic. Pure, unmistakable panic. Exactly half a minute passed when I received each mess, the exact same message from my sister. This could not be coincidental. It just couldn't. In a state of sheer anxiety, I started to run to the restaurant. I made it about a quarter of the way before I was stopped by a police officer. Main roads closed, he said. Huge car crash. And this was the exact moment I realized what had happened. I demanded to see the wreckage. A request I'm sure I was allowed. When I got there, it wasn't the remnants of the car that caught my eye. Not the flames billowing from the destroyed vehicle, no. I was horrified to see the lifeless corpses of my, of my mother, father and sister. I asked for the estimated time of their deaths. All three of them were killed instantly by the collision at 5.32. Ah. Oh. That was better than my one anyway, wasn't that it? That was pretty good. That was alright, man. I actually had read that beforehand. Sorry, listeners. Sorry for lying. Um, but oh, that's good though I gave that a read before and I was like ooh that ooh you know that that, that was alright for a little short uh, spooky story what, out, out of 10 what kind of what spook do you give it out of 10 or what out, something out of spook let's give it 6 out of spook cool cool I give it a good you, 6 you agree maybe 6 and a yeah. half out of spook for for the length you know it's uh, yeah you know it's hard to do that in such short length so you know I'll, I'll give props to the authors you know I, I'm gonna read like a really short one this is only like a few sentences long this is like Literally. I've seen a few of these. Go on. Yeah, I love these micro short stories, so we'll just cue a little bit of music. Ooh. <laughs> a young girl is playing in her bedroom when she hears her mother call to her from the kitchen, so she runs downstairs to meet her mother. As she's running through the hallway, the door to the cupboard under the stairs opens, and a hand reaches out and pulls her in. It's her mother. She whispers to the child, Don't go into the kitchen. I heard it too. Oh, oh, I heard that when I was younger, short. like I, when I was like a kid. Or I something, actually read that, and that scared the ago. fucking shit out of me. <laughs> I actually read that exact one on Reddit. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's a well known one, but it is spooky. Steve, take us away. So, uh, listeners, I hope you're okay. I hope you're not too spooked. You know, because I know not everyone's in the mood to be spooked. You might be listening to this in the morning. You might be the, listening to this. You know, when you're digging a grave or digging up a grave. You know? Yeah, or you know, being you know alone in the attic. Yeah. forced up there or something you know you never know so, uh, what I will say is though lads you know if you're watching this podcast remember at the end there'll be a phone a phone number that you can ring if any of these stories Steve's, disturbed it's you it's Steve's phone number I want you it's mine I want you to call it. and you'll phone me up and I'll go hi and you'll go yeah I, I didn't feel too good about that oh, oh I'm sorry to hear alright go on <laughs> that'll be what's it. that from Limmy show oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he calls right. up the number this is called Demons of the night. Okay. Ooh. It was the middle of the night. <laughs> it was the middle of the night, and I was trying to sleep when I felt this cold air just blowing on my left ear. It was like someone was blowing into my ear without taking a br- any break. Now it was summertime, and it's normal to have an air conditioner then. But the AC was too far away from my face, meaning it would be impossible for the cold air to directly touch my face. There was no open windows near me either. It was just this very cold, chilling air blowing into my left ear. Naturally, I'm curious about what is happening, so I tried to turn my head to look at it, maybe figure out what was happening, but I just couldn't turn my head. I tried, but it felt very heavy to turn it. It felt too heavy to turn it, in fact. 
Maybe my body was telling me not to look at whatever is happening, or it was because of sleep paralysis. As someone who'd never had sleep paralysis before and always wanted to experience it, the thought excited me for a second. However, I soon realized that I was able to remove the rest of my body with ease. It was simply turning the head that proved to be impossible. Though the stubborn man that I was, I forced myself anyway, and with enough force I managed to look at the thing blowing the cold air. And it was absolutely nothing. Silence, except for the whoosh of the cold air blowing directly into my face. I looked and I saw there was literally nothing in front of me that could be blowing air. Naturally, at this point I was absolutely terrified. I was sleeping on the sofa and my father was sleeping on the bed. But I climbed up into the bed and started shaking him up. He was confused as to what was happening, but I didn't know how to reply to that. He felt the cold air blowing and looked up and then immediately pulled me under the sheets and himself with it. He told me to close my eyes and no matter what happens, never to look at the source again and to keep praying. Mm, God will save you. At this point, I was already I was ready to piss my pants in fear. However, I did as I was told and started praying for any prayer that I know. The Neeson Creed was a... I, uh, it wasn't a lot and I kept fumbling the words, but fear kept me going. After a while, the cold air began to lessen and lessen until there was nothing left. Soon, there was just the silence of the night that surrounded us both. In the morning, and my dad never brought back the topic, brought up the topic, fuck, I can't read. In the morning, and my dad never brought the topic back up. That does not make sense. In the morning, and my dad never brought the topic back up, full stop. Part of me was convinced that it was a dream, while the other part of me still considered it a reality. Whatever it was, it was terrifying. I think this person based this on just a dream they had, to be honest. Wait, is, that, is it over? And they might possibly... Yeah, that's it. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm going to read the comments there one sec. Oh, look at this. This is based on something that did actually happen to me, albeit as a dream. Okay. So my mother told me, and I don't know how legit this is, but basically before you're sleeping, if you put your hand in the stomach and lay upwards, you're sure to get a nightmare or a scary dream. No, uh, yeah, I'd say I'd say that's science. That shit out I'd of say that's a well. scientific fact. Yeah, that was only okay as well. That was crap. That, that's three out of spook. All of my ones are two, crap, actually. Two out of spook. Um, yeah, that was straight. Yeah. That wasn't a story. That was just a dream. Literally, a lot of dreams, yeah. lads. I, all that was was like, I felt it, there was wind. There's no source of wind. I can't turn my head. Dad's like, shut up and pray. And that was it. Yeah, God See, will save you. <clears throat> horror is a very tough genre, I think, just to do out of nowhere, unless you're doing a cheap jump scare. Um, yeah. It's not like comedy in which like dialogue and conversation can be funny. With with fear and terror and horror, you need the build-up. You need... Exactly. You need context for what's happening. Yeah. Uh, Whereas 500 words is tough, like so. But I, I like to see it too. I like to see people give oh, it I like a the go, ad- like. No, exactly. I like the attempt. And some of these are, you know, some are good, some are not. Um, but yeah. it's, it's a, I'm just saying the point, um, the reason I'm making the point is it's a t- tricky genre to do in such tiny bites. Um, mm. Right. Um, I I have one here. Can I read it one, a, sm- a short enough one? It's can, called Spore. Do you want the spooky music? Yeah, give me the spooky music. Okay, here's the spooky music. Okay, you're going to find this one interesting. Anyway, you personally might find this one interesting. It's called Spore, Dara, right? Am I in it? No, Spore. Joel parked his truck on the side of the road. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) This, uh, This is what I think is... I haven't read it, so I don't know, but this is what I think. Anyway, Joel parked his truck on the side of the road, hopping out as he checks his phone again. 
sanitations had been called to clear a dead dog out of the ditch nearby. Something about how it looked like it was molding over in the last few days. <laughs> in his experience, dead animals didn't mold, they decayed. So he was curious what they meant. Shovel and sack in hand, Joel stepped down into the ditch. Whatever had died there, it sure did look mouldy with a layer of white fungus stemming from whatever had been mistaken for a dog. As he neared it, Joel could see what w that it was shaped somewhat like a dog, but it had to be something else. He knelt in front of it, trying to get a closer look, and spotted a stroma. I think that means a stoma. Stroma? S-T-R-O-M-A? I don't know. Anyway, a stroma growing out of a moulded mess, a small ball having grown near the top of it. Before he could take a step back, the ball ruptured and he made the mistake of breathing in as he fell back. He wasn't aware of it yet, but he had already been infected. Joel left the thing where it was, disgusted by what he saw. When his manager tried to ask for an update on the radio, he told her that it wasn't a dog and that he was taking an early lunch. By the time he got home, Joel's muscles were aching. He couldn't understand why. He'd felt incredible that morning, even before he had his coffee, but now it felt like he'd just worked a double. After picking up lunch, he didn't have the stomach to eat. He walked out the back door and straight into the woods beyond his backyard. Joel didn't know why he was doing this. He tried to reconsider, only to realize that his body was ignoring the commands. Now, a passenger in his own body, Joel tried to call out, but his mouth was shut tight. He tried to scream, but his vocal cords ignored the silent cries. He tried to close his eyes, but they stayed open, only blinking when his body wanted to do so. He walked into the woods, finding a tree that could easily be climbed with strong branches above. Despite his mind's protest, Joel climbed to the thick branch and held himself there. His muscles locked in place, and for extra security, he bit into the bark of a tree, his jaw locking as well. The next morning, after he walked off the job, Joel's manager stopped by his house to check up on him. Both furious and worried, she found the back door open and walked into the woods, calling his name. Up ahead, hanging from a tree branch, was a white mass fungus, a stroma hanging from the back of Joel's neck, with a small ball attached to the top of it. As the manager looked up, the ball ruptured and the spores rained down upon her. Surprised, she, she breathed in. Yeah. That, um, I like that. That I like that too, and that was clearly inspired by The Last of Us. I mean, and even calling the character more, Joel. <laughs> uh, that was a little bit too on the nose. That was way um, too like, oh, you got actually. I just went uh, to the comments here. The comments that you, this reminds me of the Corpy, the Cordyceps fungus, and yeah, I was just about to say this is literally like The Last of Us. The guy's name yeah, is Joel. Yeah, I was just gonna say that like it's a little bit more accurate compared to the video game of how the Cordyceps fungus works, because the idea is yeah, the ant would get infected, it would go up as high as it can, and then that little thing would come out of its head, yeah, literally protrude out of its brain while it's still alive, and then explode to inf to infect as many people as possible. So yeah. um. I like that. I'll give that an eight out of spook. In fairness, I would too. You know what? That was nice. Um, that was lovely, Daryl. That made me feel that, good. That, like, oh, you know, I felt good about it was a myself. Feel good. Horror. Feel, that was actually a feel good story. story. Yeah, uh, totally. five hundred days of summer. You know. All right. I suppose I'll continue on with a spooky story. So this is Brother Charlie. I hate it when my brother Charlie has to go away. My parents constantly try to explain to me how sick he is that I am lucky for having a brain where all the chemicals flow properly to their destinations like undammed rivers. When I complain about how bored I am without a little brother to play with, they try to make me feel bad by pointing out that his boredom likely far surpasses mine considering his confined to a dark room in an institution. I always beg for them to give him one last chance. Of course, 
They did at first. Charlie has been back home several times, each shorter in duration than, than the last. Every time without fail, it all starts again. The neighbor's cats with gouged out eyes showed up in his toy chest. My dad's razors found dropped on the baby's slide in the park across the street. Mom's vitamins replaced by bits of dishwasher tablets. My parents are hesitant now, using last chances sparingly. They say his disorder makes him charming, makes it easy for him to fake normalcy, and to trick the doctors who care for him into thinking he is ready for rehabilitation, that I will just have to put up with my boredom if it means staying safe from him. I hate when Charlie has to go away. It makes me have to pretend to be good until he's back. Yeah. I really I enjoy like that. that one. I like that as well, man. I thought, okay. especially the start of the, the chemicals that run to my brain normally. It's such a weird way to describe, like, to a child something. Yeah, yeah. It hooked um, me in, though. But it was a good twist. I think that's that's what say that's what that's the kind of key ingredient in these little short yeah, stories is just it has to be a good twist. Have a really good twist because you you don't have much time. Just little setup twist. Yeah, subvert yeah, expectations. Yeah. That's all you can do. Yeah, yeah. that's all. That's, that's all you can do. All it was. It's like it's aha. It's not Charlie. It's uh-huh. oh, it's 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 the, car, the protagonist. Get, um, give us another since, one there. Since you had two for chew, I'll do another one. Let's um, two for the chew, boy. Two for the chew. Alright, this one is called Seeing Red, the first day of school. Everyone loves the first day of school, right? New year, new classes, new friends. It's a day full of potential and hope, before all the dreary depressions of reality show up to ruin the fun. I like the first day of school for a different reason, though. You see, I have sort of a power. When I look at people, I can sense a sort of aura around them a coloured outline based on how long that person has to live most people I meet around my age are surrounded by a solid green hue which means they have plenty of life left a fair amount of them have a yellowish orange tinge to their auras which means which tends to mean a car crash or some other tragedy anything that takes people before their time as they say The real fun is when the auras venture into the red at the end of the spectrum, though. Every now and again, I'll see someone who is basically a walking stoplight. Those are the ones who get get murdered or kill themselves. It's such a rush to see them and know that their time is numbered. With that in mind, I always get to class very early so I can scout out my classmates' fate. The first kid who walked in was basically radiating red. I chuckled to myself. Too, too, Too damn bad, bro. But as people kept walking in, they all had the same intense glow. I finally caught a glimpse of my rose-tinted reflection in the window, but I was too stunned to move. Our professor stepped in and locked the door. The aura of a sickening shade of green. That's fucking class. That was fucking good. <laughs> that was fucking really good. That's a, that's 10 out of spook. A that, full spook. That was the best one now. That was perfect in the that's, little time oh, it had. That's something lo- you'd love to see expanded. The, the world building was done really well. It was like just, that? I have a power, this is how it works. That's class. And again, and, and we had our expectations. You'd make a movie out of twist. that and like, it doesn't It doesn't become revealed that that's his power for a while, you know, and it's like well, subtly, you know? That would be a Netflix B movie, a, a, a schlocky horror film that, you know. We'll make it, boy. We'll make it. 
I'm actually busy then, man. Sorry. I suppose we have time for about maybe two more stories if they're short. Yeah, two more. Cool. Before well, we before we do that, uh, to whoever has lasted this long, thank you so much for listening. And look, usual. If you want to support what we're doing, um, consider supporting us via Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash the lads podcast. Um, yeah, Steve, anything to add on to the Patreon plug? Just fucking go, lads. Do it. Do, do it. it. Or else. Or, That's pretty or much else. It, you know? I, I like a good it, kind of vague threat, you know. Yeah. Just, just, just lads, you know yourselves. You know yourselves. You know, you just know? watch your back, like. Yeah, just, you know. Watch yourself. Just don't look at me in the eyes, like, you know. Don't look at don't don't make eye contact with him. If don't you see Steve in public, don't make eye contact. Okay, look just past his head. That's what I do. Yeah, um, I've not made eye contact it. with Steve in like years. No, and look, it was my own I was fault. And I, 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 I I've come to uh, I've come to stories. accept that. This one is called Witch Hunt. Square brackets Halloween twenty twenty. Halloween. Hmm. This Halloween is going to be the best I've ever seen. Centuries ago, my family hunted witches. The generations since have been lacking, let's say. But in every thread, there is one of us with the gift. We can sense them, you see. Most of my family tree has branched into dead vines, complacent and keeping to themselves and about their historical instincts. My own father, rest his soul, knew what he saw and did nothing. But not me. I can feel them. I've always been able to feel them. Witches, summoning their power and working their magic on the world. I see their spells, blue streams floating across the ether. Their workings change the world. I cannot stay quiet. So I hunt them. They come out when the moon is full, when the pagan sabbats occur, when the veil is thin and the spirits are cycling. <clears throat> this year, on Halloween, they'll celebrate Samhain and full, the full moon together. An historical convergence not seen for decades. Obviously a portent of great power. They'll show themselves unabashedly confident that the moon and the times will protect them but I'll take them I'll hunt them and I'll find them and they will answer for their deviltry Darren I'm going to give that a fucking zero out of ten is that it? that was fucking it like where's uh, the rest of that it? Was a, that was a good setup. where does it go? it wasn't it yeah I was like this is going to be and then and as I was like oh, just passed serious. I scrolled down and went oh my god there's one paragraph left so alright Steve like? let, let's, uh, let your creative creativity flow uh, if you were to finish that story, how'd you do it? Hmm. Oh, it would take a while to get through this now, boy. What do you mean? If I was really to, to on the spot, come up with a story. Yeah. Or an you know what, well, that story. Yeah, come up with the, just give me the plot. What would happen? You don't have to say he goes here and he thinks this. Do we have, do we have 20 minutes for this? Or no, just... as in just give me a, a elevator pitch, man. Okay. Um, what would he do what would happen I'd, I'd like it to like you know we said a twist I like the whole you see them hunting the witches and then it turns out at the end they weren't witches at all they were just normal people and he was insane or something <laughs> it would have to be something like that yeah yeah actually that would be a good one like maybe he's a fucking mass murderer or something and he he yeah that whole story was a justification he's like I'm killing witches yeah, yeah. it's like what the fuck is wrong with you You're, he just goes killing people at midnight uh, yeah. Oh, no, not midnight and full moons and stuff. And cool. There you go. Done. Easy. <laughs> Done. Easy. Come on, like. Uh, okay, I'll read out my Give last one. one. Um, go on, so one more, lads, and then that's that's us this week. This one's called "They Got the Definition Wrong." It has been said that Ooh. the definition. <laughs> it has been said <laughs> that the definition of insanity 
is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. I understand that the sentiment behind the saying, but it's wrong. I entered the building on a bet. I was strapped for cash and didn't buy into the old legends of the hotel to begin with, so 50 bucks is more than enough to get me to do it. It was simple. Just reach the top floor, the 45th floor, shine my flashlight from the window. The hotel was old and broken, including the elevator, so that meant hiking up the stairs. So up the stairs I went. As I reached each platform, I noticed the old brass plaques displaying the floor numbers. 15, 16, 17, 18. I felt a little tired as I crept higher, but so far, no ghosts, no cannibals, no demons. Piece of cake. I can't tell you how happy I was as I entered that last stretch of numbers. I joyfully counted them aloud at each platform. 40, 41, 42, 43, 44, 44. I stopped and looked back down the stairs. I must have miscounted, so I counted up. 44. So one more flight. 44. Then down 10 flights. 44. 15 flights. 44. And so it's been as long as I can remember. So really, insanity isn't doing something repeatedly repeatedly and expecting different results. It's knowing that the results will never change. That each door leads to the same staircase, to the same number. It's realizing that you no longer fall asleep. It's knowing whether you've been running for days or weeks or years. It's when the sobbing slowly turns into laughter. That was excellent, bar the last line. That was great. I really, yeah. I, I have goosebumps. Whoa, oh, look at that. If you're watching on the camera, if you can see. Fuck it. Uh, I have goosebumps now that reading great. that. Except that, that was... the last line was a little bit, we live in a society. It's when the sobbing yeah. slowly turns to laughter. <laughs> yeah. That's what you get. You get what you fucking deserve. Bang. Can, you know. Can I say my camera's disconnected, Dara? This fucking does no. not like to work. So. That's okay. Look, we're, no, wrapping, we're wrapping it up in, the, in, in, in a moment anyway. Um, yeah, so lads, I'm just going to acknowledge there. Um, my camera just went, but it's okay because there's only a minute or two or three left in the podcast. But we will eight. get to a podcast eventually where my camera will stay. Um, hopefully. I re- so it's an interesting one. Like um, the, the stories got better by your crap one there that we saved as the podcast oh, went that on. Oh, crap, yeah. Um, that, was, that was fun. I enjoyed that. I could, do th- I could do way more of this. Alas, look, we'll do it next year, all right? Yeah. We'll, do, we'll, we'll have a fun idea for it next year. Yeah, I enjoyed that, though. Do you know what? Didn't Just you? before we go, in the last few minutes, you you go were on. the one that suggested this before we do the podcast. Come up with your own spooky story. And now, okay, we don't have time for, let's say, a story, but a premise. Ugh, um... It's hard to fucking think now. Okay, since I I'll give you maybe. Head. I'll give you just a like, uh, and we'll, we'll oh, just to help one. each other out. I'll, okay, you have one. Go for it. Yeah. Okay. So this mice mouse who lives in like um, who lives in a fucking um house, you know, and, and people are constantly trying to get him. Okay. But uh, they're suspicious that he's dipping into the lads when the lads creatine and his protein powder. So he's like oh, a really yeah. fucking jacked mouse, <laughs> like. I remember thinking of a story about that before I f- and I got kind of specific with my friend but I forget where we went but you could make that into a horror one maybe finish it so that's what happens ah, yeah, eventually <laughs> I don't know you just said a premise <laughs> okay fair enough that's that's the premise okay a premise and a twist as in this nah, is it and then it's actually it, it, this I can only do two I can only do one at a time Um, I have a good one a guy that like he's so vain 
like and he's always looking at himself in mirrors like like obsessed with his looks obsessed with his hair you know oh. like you you basically so it's you oh yeah is that me is it yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it is and um so but one day let's say i don't know magical spooky night of halloween halloween and halloween. he fucking is looking at himself in the mirror so much but it turns out that um okay <laughs> it's I was going to say that the story is that, like, every time he looks in the mirror, he's looking back at himself. But that's how mirrors work, so... <laughs> you... And with that, lads... No, we'll no, no, see okay, I, have a better, I have a better ending. I have a better ending. Instead of the mirrors looking back at him, they refuse to look at him. So, like, it's constantly... Oh, he's looking, like looking away from him, and no matter what he does, he's trying to look at me, you know, as we make eye contact with ourselves. Um, his reflection never looks back. It's always oh, yeah, that's actually him. class. I like no, that. No, that's spooky. Well, we should we should do this on Reddit. We should write five hundred stories, five hundred words or less. Five hundred stories or less. <laughs> <laughs> right, boy. Will we wrap it up? So we will. Sorry about the, the short podcast. Steve's itching to ah. go. Are there cans off screen or something, man? No, I just whacked my head there, so I'm very tired. <laughs> I didn't see you whack your head. No, yesterday. Ah, I should probably go to the doctor. Anyway, look, Steve has be grand. Steve has broken brain disease. Broken okay, guys. Brain. Um. Well, happy Halloween. <laughs> happy did, no- did happy we plug November. The we did. Cool. Um. Happy Halloween. Happy Christmas. Whatever time of year that you're listening to this in. Happy November second. Happy. Have happy a happy November day, lads. You know. Just have a happy day. Have a happy. Just life. be fucking happy, will you? Smile. Come on, like we do for enough fuck, for you. For like once in your life, would you just fucking smile? Just fucking right? just get over it. You know. Jesus Simple. Christ! It's only a pandemic. It's only it's a lockdown. <laughs> Uh, right lads no thanks a million for listening sorry I was a bit quiet this week but my father's asleep right behind me as you know sorry my camera oh, went but look he's, he's actually it. just waking up guys alright we better wrap it up before he kills Steve on, on the podcast yeah literally right All lads right. Uh, see we'll you see you next week. next week go on bye bye good luck